I got to go back to yeah. our Sandra Bullock here. And <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> all right. <laughs> well, we promised perversion. And um, this week we're talking about the skeleton key. The scotch on the rocks, please. Any scotch will do, as long as it's not a blend, of course. Uh, single malt, Glenlivet, Glenfiddich, perhaps, maybe Glengow, any Glen. I'm thirsty. I want a beer. What about you? You want a beer? Just a drink. A martini. Shaken, not stirred. Oh, my God. You have a visitor. May I present Miss Caroline Ellis? She works down at the hospice in New Orleans. You can't talk at all? Stroke pretty much paralyzing. Happened about a month ago, up in the attic. Take good care of my husband. Be good to his house. There are more than 30 rooms in all. For the owner, they made a skeleton key. This will open every door. The key you gave me for the house, there's a door in the attic, it doesn't open. That was their room. They were trying to conjure up hoodoo. You know what hoodoo is? It's magic. Leave it alone. I've seen the room. No, child, you don't know what you've seen. You see him in the mirrors. You can't expect me to believe that you see ghosts in your mirrors. Whatever they did to him, I'm not going to let him do it to me. That brick dust, how's it work? Nobody that means you harm can cross it. Help. Who are you afraid of? Tell me who you're afraid of. You lay a line down. It's how you tell who the enemies are. I suggest you leave that house. Can't hurt you if you don't believe. Where are you, Caroline? I don't believe. I don't believe. No, I don't believe. It's real. It's all real. Fifteen year anniversary. I actually don't know what we were talking about before. I know I called an audible. Because uh, my wife one night said, uh, put on like a thriller or something. Uh, like she's she uses me as her own personal, uh, you know, going off virtuosity. I'm just the, the Netflix recommends uh, from our various apps. And I actually like it because it, uh, you know, it gives me some control. And what that control leads to is I remember there being a fantastic <laughs> ass shot of Kate Hudson in Skeleton Key. So you want a thriller? I'll give you a thriller. I'm getting something out of this too. I actually have done a podcast on this before with a co-host uh, who was of the opposite sex and did not have as much enthusiasm as you did when I laid out 10 minutes of like, Jesus Christ. Oh, my God. Did you see like her standing at the sink? I had to check back and make sure it was PG-13 or not, not to get my uh, hopes up too much, but it was good enough. 
pretty much only there to reveal that she has a tattoo. Mm-hmm. I think that's, I think that was it. Like the, uh, so, all right, let's get the plot out of the way here, Jared. What What is this movie about? All right. So this hospice worker, uh, loses her father and well, she loses her father, goes into hospice work and she has this attachment because mm. of that, because of that guilt, guilt guess, she's right, like that... put into this role where she wants to take care of elderly, uh, men and women. So she goes to this uh, southern bayou uh, household to take care of this man, and uh, as one as would. one <laughs> as a hospice worker, this makes sense. Still, <laughs> we're still Let's on the rails. Make it even more more fucking disgusting. Let's someone that is laying in bed, crapping themselves, John. pissing in their sheets. <laughs> Let's add <laughs> the heat. Uh, the dampness, the swamp. Hey, you want to talk about <laughs> swamp ass? <laughs> They're uh, not Kate Hudson, though, as we as we saw. Um, yeah, okay. So there's a certain degree of punishment that this character wants to inflict on herself. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I ever totally buy into it as being like a deserved type thing. Her reasoning was like she wanted to. She was young and wanted to be a, like a roadie in a band, and her father was angry about that. Which I, I guess that's believable. But even so, I, I, I don't know. She's not responsible for oh, his she death. Killed she just, him, like, I guess <laughs> she missed out on those those years. I guess to uh, to uh, grieve. I guess while he was still there to you know. So it, it came as some sort of sudden shock, and so she. You know, I was trying to help people along into that the, the natural life cycle, I guess. Uh, and she, we we see we meet her, I guess, in this profession, seeing how people's like entire lives are just cast aside. Mm-hmm. Like one minute they're in the room, the next all their possessions are in the dumpster with everyone else's possessions that they had mm-hmm. for. So, <sighs> does that convince me though that she will put up with the unending amount of shit? <laughs> That she gets from Gina Rollins here <laughs> as the old Bayou caretaker whose husband is now, um, you know, bedridden, mm-hmm. which, you know, you'll see there's different levels to that. You know, sometimes he's more physically able to throw himself off the roof if he feels like it, that sort of thing. I couldn't do that shit now, and I'm completely able. <laughs> yeah. Um. So I didn't know how we were going to do with this one, Jared, because... Mm-hmm. I think it – look, I'll just give spoiler warnings uh, right now from the top. And it's something that – I've seen this movie a few times and I've enjoyed it. I think it, it does exactly what it sets out to do is be kind of like an old-fashioned haunted house-ish type scenario mm-hmm. where there are lead characters trying to figure things out. And I think the you know the their main pull is that she's someone that can suffer from – leaving people behind. So that's why she doesn't do the logical mm-hmm. thing, which is, uh, I'm just going to leave. This is not my, really my concern. Mm-hmm. So I, I think it covers itself pretty well, but, um, all right, let's get in. Let's get into the, the race element of this first. <laughs> <laughs> like one of the things about the house is that there was, uh, these two servants, mm-hmm which is just, you know, getting into uh, especially slavery in the South mm-hmm. um, of these uh, well-off white people who practiced uh, hoodoo. They make a big, there's a scene mm-hmm. where it's like, no, it's not voodoo, it's hoodoo. And, uh, you know, the, the house has been kind of cursed ever since uh, because 
when the white people found out that this is what they're doing with their children up in the attic with the like you know, pentagram like symbols and seals mm. and candles and creepy fucking music talking about the devil's house and all that. Mm. Understandably, uh, like, hey, don't show my kids that because, uh, you know, I would I would feel the same way if, if I had children. If I came in and the very first thing a babysitter or, you know, I guess our equivalent of servant would be would be a babysitter on our losing money podcast level financially <laughs> um if they were showing uh the the kid denzel washington great actor being fingered by russell crowe i'd be like what the fuck <laughs> don't do that <laughs> the man's a great actor at the very least you know throwing he got game jesus like what are you <laughs> what are you doing here um uh and the uh they don't have that conversation. They hang these black servants. They go immediately to very southern. <laughs> Extremely. They skip the whole playbook and go. Firing? Not on the table. Uh, like nothing me. has actually happened to the children yet. And uh, so I, I want to emphasize, if you've not seen The Skeleton Key, I recommend it because I think we, we can't really get into it without talking about spoilers. It's one of those old-fashioned movies where it's like, oh, it's revealed in the last 10 yeah. minutes, that sort of thing. Um, so check it out. Uh, I don't know. Is it streaming anywhere, Jared? It is on this? Hulu. Uh, it's if you have a Hulu, oh, yeah. uh, I'm, I can't remember. I'll pimp stars, but I think it might be stars. <laughs> I love stars. <laughs> it's got to be on stars. That's where all the best movies are. Virtuosity, not on stars. Showtime. There you go. Integrity. <laughs> stars equals integrity. <laughs> <laughs> so, what what did you think about the movie before we get into complete uh, unraveling of the mystery? Because I'm uh, recommending it, but maybe you don't. Maybe you say this is dog shit except for the butt chicks. <laughs> Those are a plus, sir, as uh, we've discussed in our <laughs> our male menopause days. Not really days. your type, though. <laughs> very, uh, you know, this is a very, you know, she's a very thin, very petite young lady, Kate Hudson. But She's not thick like I like them, but uh, where it counts, you know. There's the sound effect. There it is. <laughs> Screaming cat in heat. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, you know, I thought it's—I'm probably not as high on it as you were. I thought it was okay. You hated it. I did not hate it. It was okay. You're like the Gina Rollins character. You're getting ready to start badgering and bitching about things. Oh, fiddlesticks! I'm going to be. <laughs> Gonna be poor John Hurt up there, like, <laughs> about to be slapped around again. Oh, that's the people that uh, listen to this. <laughs> Help me! <laughs> Try to throw themselves off the roof. <laughs> God damn it! If they bring up Blue Lagoon or Nutsacks one more time. <laughs> oh, but. Uh, you know, it felt like it was a little bit long for my liking. There's uh, there's some detective steps I feel like she could have cut out in this movie, and it could have been a little bit more tight, like an hour 25, hour 30, instead of like an hour. Didn't like her going to the chicken shack, which is all manner of creepy like, <laughs> to get gas. It's got, you know, it's got some creep to it, but also like, uh, I guess this is personal bias. I just don't like ghost films that much. Spoiler oh, so you don't. So for the like, you know, you're always the horror guy. Uh, this this definitely leans into that. Uh, um, I don't know if you ever saw the haunting, not the remake, but like the the one from like the 50s or 60s. I think it leans into that. 
what would you call it? Like this is definitely Southern Gothic, yeah. but it's that like sort of atmosphere. Yeah, you know, yeah. Like this, yeah. You know, everything is om- ominous. I, where you were going with that was I, I kind of agree. I take a little bit of issue where it's like almost all the townspeople are kind of creepy as fuck. Mm-hmm. It's not just these people in this house, but it's like even when she goes to get gas, it's like everyone is practicing. Mm-hmm. This hoodoo, and you know, they they, they all believe in Sounds it. Sounds a little ignorant, if I have to be honest. <laughs> yeah, it, well, you know, when you have <laughs> Lily White, uh, <laughs> rather small bottomed, but still excellent, mm-hmm. Kate Hudson here, it does have those kind of trappings. So, getting back to it, so this is final, final spoiler warning. Mm-hmm. So, we have these two black servants, I think, as they're called, um, they hang them for involving their children in some sort of what they see as like witchcraft mm-hmm. of some sort. And uh it's it's uh, revealed that they uh they had transported themselves into the children's bodies as a means to have eternal life. Mm-hmm. Uh which I kinda, I kind of dig, Jared. I like the idea of eternal life being something these people <laughs> have to really fucking work for and I like that uh you know it, it, I think it's the very end of the film. You have this old uh, lady who her whole goal is to become young, mm-hmm. beautiful Kate Hudson, which why wouldn't you? Uh, although I take issue with the fact that she's like upset that she has to be in Kate Hudson's body. <laughs> what the fuck? Like, she's just like eternal life and I have to look like Kate Hudson. But that's getting into the well, racial so element on the race. <laughs> she, the character says I was wanting basically to be in a black body this time around because it is. And it's one of the, one of the things that these type of movies kind of suffer for me a little bit. And I mm-hmm. like it. I like it as an old fashioned, mm-hmm. like, yeah, that was creepy. And that's, it's certainly a terrifying ending mm-hmm. to have your entire youth zap from you and to be trapped in the shell of, Another <laughs> old decrepit body. Freaky by you Friday. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's not, this is not, no Jamie Lee Curtis here. This is not very fun. Uh, not even Tom Hanks getting to like fuck older women, like <laughs> as a boy and big. Like just <laughs> none of that. Um, but one element with these movies that are so reliant on the twist mm-hmm. is there's actually like a really interesting element of it once the mystery is gone, where you're like, man, what would that be like? So it's like, even these people, like, you know, they don't have mirrors in the house because I guess they don't want to, like, constantly be reminded mm-hmm. that they no longer, like, are themselves, that they are, like, they're, they're kind of like viruses. Like, they're just walking around in other people's bodies now. Body statues, um, yeah. It would have been kind of cool to, to see the other side of it as far as, like, going through the decades, at what point do they decide this body's too old? Like what if they got, what if they fall down? What if they get in a car accident? <laughs> you know, that sort of thing. And that they get in the hospital and you have a nurse or an aide that's much like where Kate Hudson previously worked where they're like, shut up old, <laughs> <laughs> old bitty. I don't give a shit. Stop chanting at me. Like there's, there was an element of it where I was like, yeah, what is like, the modern practices where people are kind of falling away from religion, mm-hmm. which in, in my view is a, a good thing considering where the religious right has taken this country <laughs> politically. Um, but, you know, that I've always told you, Jared, that you put me in a scary movie like that. I want to be the character that's like, shut the fuck up. Like, you're just <laughs> to just <laughs> I'm not listening to your crazy ranting like Russell Crowe and virtuosity. I would just cut him off because it's like you are boring me and you look ridiculous. <laughs> You were a fool, sir. You're the court jester in this movie, and now I'm going to slap you around, preferably away from glass. 
Well, I guess I just what I'm saying is I would have liked to seen a flashback some of the struggles where people were like, I don't believe in any of that bullshit. Like my dad, that's, that's silly. silly. And walking out of the <laughs> room, you could, never, you, you could never, you could never steal Marty Dennison's body because he just wouldn't entertain the notion of it. <laughs> he would just as soon nunchuck you. <laughs> <laughs> For a time uh, in the seventies, my dad did carry nunchucks <laughs> in his car. <laughs> oh, that's so badass! <laughs> no gun, no baseball bat. You imagine a man no. going at nunchucks in the streets of Wolf County, Kentucky? Just hi, 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 hi. The Ow. despair one would feel if you were beaten up by a man with nunchucks. You get into some sort of fender bender, you flip him off, and he gets out of his car with those things. You would have to move. You would never live it down. Someone drove past. There's Marty beating someone up again with his nunchucks he keeps in his dash. All right, Jared, you win. Skeleton Key would kind of be improved if you run into one of those characters. All right. So I guess that kind of like... That's how they lure people in because that's the only way you're going to get somebody that's going to stay around that often is if you are old and you have to have somebody there constantly to like take care of you. Otherwise, how are you going to keep somebody? So they've really got to rate. They've got to wait out the clock yeah. then until it's Hope getting have a heart kind of dangerous for them. <laughs> actual yeah, heart yeah. attack or actual stroke. That, that stuff's interesting to me because like, I don't know how if I would have the, <laughs> the patience. I think I'd be – if you tell me eternal life mm. – I see Kate Hudson. I could be fucking 35 years old. And you're like, yes, give me that. <laughs> I will, I will be that instead. <laughs> Matt Dillon with the huge fucking teeth. <laughs> I could be younger than him. And I'll be like, you know what? I'll give back 10 years. I've had a good life. <laughs> I, there's just an element of the, the, the villains here that it would have been really like the more you think about it, it actually becomes more interesting than the movie itself. I guess is what I'm saying. I think that you've probably thought more about it than (laughs) anyone. (laughs) Then Kate Hudson, the writer, the director. That's bad because I started this off by just talking about her butt. And yet now, now I'm the expert on the skeleton key. (laughs) See, I thought this was going to be mostly butt related, but pleasantly surprised, I suppose. Uh, you couldn't like maybe if we're talking about Skeleton Key two or sequel to Skeleton Key or prequel or whatever, but you would have a hard time, I guess, displaying that in this one without giving it away. That's that's why like it's, it's so hard to talk about. Like with that, like if you actually want to talk about the, uh, I guess the you know the dynamic aspect of the story other than than ass time, which is you know. <laughs> That's more of a visual thing than what a podcast can do. Like, there's only so much we can go on about how excellent our ass is without doing the research. <laughs> we could try, <laughs> but you'd have to be a special kind of pervert that you just want to hear Mike and Jared talk about Kate Hudson's ass, as opposed to just two seconds later looking at it yourself. I hope you. I hope you're not that deviant where it's yes, go on butter ass more. <laughs> I mean, I want. I want more listeners, but there is a limit <laughs> of what, who or what I'll accept in this small club. <laughs> so this was not well received. I, I didn't realize that. Um, 38% on Rotten Tomatoes is what I have here. Uh, but uh, it doubled its budget. The box office made uh, just shy of uh, $100 million, which 
sounds insane now. I'm thinking 2020 terms because this is kind of just an old-fashioned, low-key, like, oh, it looks like Kate Hudson goes and stays at a creepy house for a little bit. Like, you can't market the interesting aspect of it because that's the twist. Mm. So, and I don't think Kate Hudson's ever been, like, a huge fucking movie star. Like, she's a known face, but, like, rom-coms maybe, but not the skeleton key. So that kind of surprises me. I am going to go to Letterboxd to see what those hateful urchins have to say. <laughs> uh, three. You probably agree with that, I would right? agree with that, honestly. Like, as far as horror movies go, like, it has a creep level to it, but it's never, like, scary. I think, if I'm not mistaken... I rem- I can sort of remember some of the advertising for this, and I feel like it really tapped into that whole. This is going to be really, really scary, really, really creepy, and it's more of a you know kind of middle of the road. It wasn't like. What if they added an alligator <laughs> or a crocodile? I don't want to offend you know the difference there, but whatever's in the bayou. What if in the sequence where she tries to flee and gets in the uh, gets into a fight with an alligator? <laughs> I see. There, gotta, there truly was I can't, a, a, an alternate timeline where you and I <laughs> manage hundreds of millions of dollars <laughs> investing in movies, <laughs> and we sit here and we're like, "What if?" <laughs> Just hear me out. There's a certain see. Like, this is why it's good that you're such a good editor because I can't, <laughs> I can't formulate. <laughs> what about an alligator, Jared? Well, let me think for a good couple of minutes. <laughs> Sure, my. I, I have, <laughs> I have gotten some pushback when I've had guests on before. People that are not used to the way my mind wanders, <laughs> I guess, um, because there are other movie podcasts that are, I mean, frankly, they're fucking terrible. Where you just go, I here's what I thought about the movie. What did you think about the movie? Here's what I thought about the acting. Here's blah blah blah. Much improved if you just say, hey. Add an alligator. Thoughts? <laughs> like, <laughs> Add an alligator to virtuosity. <laughs> Just in the middle of the street. <laughs> what the fuck's that? I don't know. <laughs> there actually was a guy like me or you mm. in those meetings because the origin or the way they explain the uh, the way that Russell Crowe, once he's in the quote-unquote real world, will be able to uh, survive anything is uh, he cuts a snake in half <laughs> and then hooks the snake up to like... A, a, a fucking glass bottle <laughs> the, the, that had to come out. Someone's like, how are we going to have Russell Crowe get shot every time he's <laughs> dancing around like a jackass? Cause Denzel Washington just walks up right behind him and shoots him in the back of the head. How are we going to do that? Someone's like, have you thought about a snake? <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then the other person is like, what? Yes, but why? What would it, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Snakes are creepy. Oh, fall backwards in my chair if I was in such a meeting like that. Well, he eats glass. Oh, my God. Go on. I need to go back and see what the uh, budget was for uh, virtuosity. Um, yeah, I think I'm probably – look, mm-hmm. uh, I'm nothing if not a pervert, and so my fond memories of the gratuitous butt shot – uh, clothes, mm-hmm. mind you. I don't want to get Grandpa Hiro like this is something you don't have to. Also, the side of a titty. Let me throw that in there. You don't have to take that type of medication, Hiro. For this, <laughs> this is more just like a pleasant, <laughs> a pleasant, <laughs> dull sensation you used to feel decades ago. <laughs> That's the beginnings of a boner. I remember that. <laughs> <laughs> That 
Has there ever been a movie called that? Or should be like well, you know what we're a coming of age story, <laughs> the beginnings of a. <laughs> oh, we got our movie. I feel like there was someone mentioned to me that there was a oh. Netflix movie that was about someone that just got aroused, <coughs> and that was like the whole ninety minutes it was just them with a boner. Uh, I don't know how to look that up without coming across something horrible. <laughs> <laughs> this is why there's an element of class to sober cinema because mm-hmm. you can easily Google K dots and butt. Mm-hmm. And well, just... I mean, I assume you're going to get it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you won't get too far off the beaten path unless you want to. Unless you, unless you need it, Grandpa Hyrule. Unless you <laughs> only wait. <laughs> you, you have to go to extremes to feel anything anymore. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I'm just going to say, yeah, I heard that once, and I don't know if that's true. Maybe I'll research that in the coming three weeks as we prepare for our next. Next EP, uh, <laughs> I, you know, I think we do have like kind of a common theme coming up, which I, you know, is not purposeful because we are getting away from the, the the two that are kind of similar that came out around the same time period. We did that with the net and virtuosity yep. to uh, varying degrees of failure, I guess, and disappointment. <laughs> um, <clears throat> but with Sober Cinema, I've noticed that uh, I, this, I don't know what this says about me, but I... The next two weeks kind of follow the skeleton key, and I've got a clear women in peril, like women entering into a space and just being, like, assaulted by evil. Well, I, mean, that's, I don't know where that comes from. Yeah, that's a like, common what? horror trope anyway, so it's not really even you. So it's not on me. That's not on you. I'm, I'm your co-host. Okay, I let me put you, you on the spot. <laughs> let me put you on the spot. Does What's the best version of that where it's gender Swapped, where it's assault you know, just, on men, just or just a dude. A dude. Hmm. I'm definitely on the spot. I <laughs> people. I mean, in the horror community, you like to the the damsel in distress aspect of it. It is there for obvious titillation as well, which well, we are no better than. <laughs> you're not casting any sort of criticism, but you're going to get a lot more uh, uh, men as far as uh, watching these horror movies. So you throw in a woman. Uh, you know, also, not not to be any sort of sexist or whatever, but women just do not have the same physical capability of, of men just on a biological level if you give them the same set of circumstances. So usually it's a lot scarier in that regard. Like if it's <laughs> if it's just some random some rando serial killer against, uh, you know, a random adult male like well he might beat his ass you never know <laughs> he could but with a woman more so than not unless you know uh, go back to one of our favorites uh death proof if you have like three or four of them wailing on a guy then sure <laughs> there's an article uh here on pace magazine <clears throat> 10 horror films featuring final guys i guess would be the trope yeah. that we're going for it's not very common honestly because i'm having a hard time the faculty is the headline image here with Elijah Wood. The faculty? That seems that's a bit of a reach, honestly. I, that's more of like a teen group of uh, of victims with you know men and women, or boys and girls. Is he the main character? In I that, thought it though? was Josh. Wasn't it Josh Hartnett or whatever his name? Mm, I think he's the cool guy. I can't remember. But I'm trying to remember whose perspective it's from, but. Uh, you know, maybe we'll get into that someday. I don't know. I've not seen the faculty probably since I was the target audience of being a teenager. Uh, the number one on their list is Ash from the evil dead. I suppose that's a good idea. That's, that's, that's pretty much him by himself. 
<laughs> he's the final guy because he is <laughs> the only guy. But he increasingly becomes because like, I was thinking like Die Hard yeah. is like the male version of that. So in action movies, you see it all the time. But uh, you know, you get to Army of Darkness, and he's gone full on Die Hard mode. <laughs> whereas he is he is far more hapless in the original mm. low budget incarnation. I don't know. But anyway, uh, did I even say what the movies were? I don't think I did. Um, we have uh, the 20-year anniversary of The Cell, starring Jennifer Lopez, who is <clears throat> knowingly tasked with going uh, into a serial killer's mind. Uh, so we're getting, uh, you know, hopefully the last chance here to uh, get some further further reviews, <laughs> further thoughts on virtuosity, I guess. <laughs> and... Um, then we're going to do the one-year anniversary of Ready or Not. Have you seen that I've one? I've seen that one. I'll, <clears throat> I've seen The Cell. I've not seen Ready or Not. So uh, I hope that's – you know, I'm trying to think in The Cell, who can we objectify? Probably yes. <laughs> large and in charge Vincent D'Onofrio. <laughs> large and in charge. <laughs> <laughs> that's the type of stuff Grandpa Hiro needs. That's the ticket now. There you go. Pause <laughs> Get the blood flow. <laughs> we'll give you a few moments, Hiro. <laughs> yeah, that son of a bitch was the only one that responded on Twitter saying uh, he disagreed with uh, us kicking around the idea of changing our name to the Jack Shack or the Jerk Shack, whatever we get. Would have none of it. Said no. He wants the uh, the original so he can, <laughs> when his dementia kicks in, he can remove <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he won't, uh, yeah, he won't remember his children, his, his wife. He'll remember sober cinema because we've probably been in his head uh, far, far too much. <laughs> <laughs> the, the cell will basically be Hyro walking into our <laughs> our brains. Can't advise that for anybody. It'd just be something about Mary and yours twenty four seven. The scotch on the rocks. Please, any scotch will do, as long as it's not a blend, of course. Uh, a single malt, Glenlivet, Glenfiddich, perhaps, maybe a Glengow, any Glen. I'm Grumbon! I'm thirsty. I want a beer. What about you? You want a beer? Just a drink. A martini. Shake and not stir. <laughs> Ducks, 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 ducks
Little man. Little man. Okay. I 